You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home and Abroad and we're on in this year and I have Michal O'Flaherty sitting beside me and we're going taking a trip around the island and having a chat about more things than Michal figured he and I had in common. Um, so, Michal, you're, you were born in in here. I was born and raised in the island. I've lived on the island all my life. Except a couple of years I was in Dublin. And a and few a years in boarding school. And a few years in boarding school in Galva. Right. And um, when you were growing up here, the, how many were living on the island? Would you say, back there then? was about 315 going to school when I was uh, uh, go, uh, living in the island when I was going to school in the island. And um, yeah. so then how many teachers would have been here at that time? There were two teachers. We had only the, the primary school that time. Yeah. But now we have a secondary school in the island. So with the two teachers, how many... Um, so everything was Asgailga? Everything was Asgailga, yeah. And and um, and at that time as well, uh, the whole it was would have been a unilingual island with everyone just conversing as well. Oh yeah, I didn't speak a word of English. Never, I never spoke a word of English at home. To, at home to my father and mother, and now to my now my wife and children, but all Irish all together all the time. Right. So then, when you finished the national school, you had to go on to the mainland to go to secondary school. Yeah. Right? You went into St Mary's in Galway. I went. Yeah, I was there for three years. Right. And, uh, so what, were you a footballer or a hurler? Well, I played a bit of football and hurling there. I liked it. I liked football and hurling. Right. Yeah, but there were good players in St. Mary's that time. There was John Cosgrave was there. He, he, he went on, he played for Galway. He played full back for Galway a couple of years later after being a St. Mary's. Right. There were some good, good players. So anywhere along the road here, Michal, that we should be stopping to hear about some of the scenery, tell us yeah. what we're seeing. Like up on yeah. the right now, what are we now seeing? Now that's O'Brien's Castle here. Okay. That was built in the 15th century. Behind that is the, the, uh, a watchtower. That was built in the 18th century. And look at you can see the top of the old house behind that. That's where my father and mother went to school. Okay. That was the old school. Okay. This is a nice playground now for the children here. And this is the campsite on this side. So during, and going back, I know I've always heard that during the time of the famine, uh, the yeah. blight didn't hit the Iron Island. It did. It hit, it hit the Iron Island, but no one died on the Iron Island. Okay. No one died on any of the three islands. Because the reason maybe was the, the, they had, when the weather was good, they had the fishing. And then when the weather was very bad, you know, when they couldn't fish, you'd still be able to go. You, come on. You'd still be able to go and you'd get, get uh, come on. You'd get uh, limpets and uh, halogen masks. Right. And you'd have, come on, come on, go on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I used to have a car like this. Did you? Yeah, I had trouble on the hills. Come on, he said, I should have only probably... <laughs> I, used to, I used to have more speed going up the hill, but he's there. Come on, you need, you need, you, need uh, you know, the studs, you need big studs oh, right. up right. the hill. 
But I was taking it too easy with the right, easy sorry. man. Come on. So then the other thing around here, of course, is we have an, uh, the typical all the dry stone walls. Yeah, dry stone wall. Well, the reason for most of the stone walls is to get rid of the stones, to clear them off the land, break them up and build them into walls. And houses then as put, well. Then put sand and seaweed out. Because seaweed is very good for fertilizer. Right. And that's how the small fields were made. Right. I've been building walls since I was able. And I still do a small bit. Now the I other do. thing I, I was that there's... Um, we see walls that have... Um, Stones that are horizontal and stones that are vertical. Yeah, but you see them in some of the walls. You know, there's every household have a small bit of land. Right. It's left from father to stone, I like. But some of the walls, you know, the boundary walls, they're built, some of them in a different way. They were getting a small grant about years ago. You'd get a pound and ten shillings for a tape, they used to call it. That was 22 yards. Right. Uh, that's a good bit of a wall, but you'd have to have it five feet high. They'd have three feet, uh, uh, three feet high. Put them this way, and then put them the other way. Okay. The two, and you notice, but that was hard work, I know. But if there was, say, there was the father and son from one family, and on the other side of the other family, another father and son. so. When you fifty years ago put three or four people building a wall, they, they you know they got through a lot of stone, right? Because they were they had plenty spuds and that, and they were strong. And as I recall, I was I remember seeing somewhere that when the stones were um, open, uh, that would have been horizontal, horizontal rather than vertical. Yeah, it allowed for drainage. Well, it did, and, but you see, and they, but they never fall. Look at them now. That yeah. was built. built. <coughs> but the wind will go through them as well. They never fall. Right. Right. And then there's good, uh, you see, for the cattle. We don't have to house the cattle. Right. Because, so, come on. So up on the right at the moment, there's a graveyard up there. This is the graveyard, yeah. And, and there's, a, there's the church inside this graveyard. Okay. We can stop on the way back here and you can go up and have a look. Okay. There's St. Uh, Kevin's Church. Okay. So when Saint Kevin, Saint Kevin is our patron saint. So Kevin came out onto the island. Yeah, and he his bed is up there as well. They call it the bed. We have a mass here every and the fourteenth of June. Every year, every year on the fourteenth of June, we'd have mass here in the graveyard. This is now one of the best things we ever had. The airport. Oh, and Air Arden used to Air Arden comes here all the time. And are they still coming? They are, but they were talking to staff and it was I, like I remember that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Air Arden, you know, the plane. So, do you get people out here then during the summer um, at the Gale Cook? Oh, oh, we do. We keep them. My wife keeps them. Right. We keep. She's the vanity. She's the vanity. I'm supposed to be vanity. You're supposed to, to be. Yeah. But I have to make sure they won't go to the window or anything at night time. Come on, that they behave. <laughs> come on, come on. But, uh, so, come on. so then, uh, while they're here, on, then there's, there's Kayleys every night. Or good, there's good. Oh, there is. They get up in the morning, they'll have their breakfast around. 
nine o'clock. Right. Maybe at half nine. Then they go that have their they have their classes in the secondary school because they'd be have holidays. And they come home, they'd have their dinner then around half one. One thirty and they'd have they'd go then and they'd have another class and they'd have maybe playing football or hurling and the if the day was good they go we have a lovely beach, they go for a swim. Right. They come back then and they'd have the tea at around maybe half six. They will leave again at eight, they go to the Cayley, they'll have a Cayley. Yep. Every night from eight to ten. Right. Uh, I remember your man, the flute player from Clare, what was his name? Uh, come on. Uh, who was himself and Leo Rose, and there was the best. Uh, who was the fellow from? Come on. He's a. Uh, uh, no, Matt Malloy's not from down no, here. Not, no, but this fellow's dead. Yeah. They, they, they do have a... They still talk about him. He was a Clare from County Clare. Right. From Milltown. Oh, yeah. What was his name? Oh, I think I sure we'll get, again. You'll yeah, get yeah, 10 for next week. Yeah, come what? on. I think when I'm over at the wreck now, maybe. Yeah. That's Doolan now straight to him. Okay, yeah. He came from Doolan. We, came, we did. We came from Doolan. Yeah, and there was the cliffs some more there. Yeah. That's Finor, a lovely place down there. Yeah, now. and I remember I was a few years back I was back and there was the guy was launching his book about the Finor School. Oh, the Finor School down here. Yeah. And this is where I was a fisherman all my life. This right. is where I fished from. Right. I, when I started going to Dool and there were no boats like that, but going in a curragh, you'd carry down the curragh on your back. Right. And row over to Dool. And three lads rowing about one hour. So, to, for the benefit of those who don't know what a curragh is, yeah, that, look it, it I, I can there. see it down there, yeah. but it's, it's a ribbed boat that you covered yeah. with, with tar and canvas. And the, can, the canvas, where would you get the canvas? Oh, the canvas was like a kind of, uh, uh, you know, the coarse bags that you'd, yeah, yeah. you'd buy. You'd, uh, and, then you'd buy you'd, and then you put tar on it. put tar on it. Yeah. Yes. Come and on. they were designed as a, a boat that was for the ocean. And, and yeah, yeah. Would, yeah. And with the two, and uh, then there'd be three people rowing. Right. We had an outboard engine after years. Ourself, but I remember my father went rowing from that beach to the cliffs of Moore. Right. And fished there all day, rowed back in the evening. And they never had to go to the gymnasium after No, that, they wouldn't have had to go no, to the gymnasium at all. And there was no talk of cholesterol. No, that, no talk of cholesterol. <laughs> no, no. No, come on. That's, that's for sure. So as far as the eye can see at the moment, again, we're looking at the stone walls. We are, yeah. Uh, and if I see, but yeah, is, that a, is that a field that has stones in it? Yeah, field? I'll show you yeah, a very good example now. Another five minutes out the road. Right. Uh, and where, where there's nice grass and the other, where, which there was the hand laid on it. I live up here now. Right. So that's these fields here, they're fairly small. Yeah. And would, he, would these each field have belonged to a different Yeah, person? They, they would. Maybe one person would have, you know, three or four fields in one place, and you would have another three or four in another place. When the grass is eaten in one place, you know, you're there, the cattle are brought to another place. Right. And that's, that's a nice lake now we have here. That is a lovely lake. Yeah. And that, that's complete fresh water. It, it, it is, and that lake is over 100 feet deep in the middle of it. Whoa. Oh. Yeah, it's a big lake for a small island. It is indeed. And the only fish in it is eel. 
Fresh oh, right. Fresh Freshwater Freeze. Yeah, there's plenty of them in it. But where is it, where is it being fed from, if it's fresh water? Well, it's coming out to the other side. There's a good springs well out there. Okay. And the salt water is coming in underneath here. Okay. Underneath the ground. So when you say it's about 100 feet deep, given yeah, that we're on an island, that the highest point is what? No more than about 100 <laughs> well, feet. The highest part is supposed to be. Yeah, that's where the old school was. Where right. We saw. So to have, a, to have a lake with a, a, that deep of yeah, a bottom was yeah, interesting. It is very interesting. Every house on have a small bit of land. They are my cattle there now. Right. Yeah. And over here, you can see now, look at the, there's a nice wall up on top. Look at the big gap there. Yes, yeah. And there's another a smaller gap. Yeah. I built every stone of that wall oh. myself. Wow. I did indeed. And that was only two years before. The reason I had to give up the fishing was I had a bad hip. Okay. And now I have two new hips. Yeah, come on. And, and that's now the... I have to move. Come on, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. Come on. So I see solar panels over on roofs over there. No, there is. Yeah, we don't have them, but some people say they're good. Come on, go on. So when it comes to technology and communications out here at this stage now, the electricity is out here. Yeah. And the phone is out here. But there's a lot of change since I was since when I started when I went to school to secondary school at St Mary's. You know, I left, the day we left on the 1st of September, going out, there was no pier, going out in a small curve to the boat, there was an anchor. Right. The Nevena was his name. Oh, the Nevena. Yeah. yeah, and that, you know, everything had to be cold, cement, everything had to be brought in, in a curve. Yeah. Then the boat would go to Nishman. The same after that, would go to Nishmore, would go, there was a pier there. And then back to Galway, which you'd be maybe around 10 hours on the boat. Right, right. We went into St. Mary's, then walked over with our bags into St. Mary's. We came home then, Christmas Eve, four months later, Christmas Eve, we left St. Mary's six in the morning walking down to the docks. Right. Uh, and going on the new way, and that would go to the big island, then Tinnish Man, and it would be pitch dark, and there was no electricity in the in initiate that time. Right, right. And then that was four months without seeing your father and mother. The only phone on the island was in the in the post office. Now. Right. And of course all the supplies were coming out on the Navy then as well and you had to yeah, put, a, yeah, put them in and out. Yeah, everyone, everything. Yeah. And at the t to give you a good example of the change since I, uh, I'm talking about now until today, I'll give you a very good example. But first I just tell you about this. This is now whatever. Look at them things there. Yes. That's now to collect the rainwater. Yeah. The rain and fall on the slip way down into right. the top. And on this side, look at this now. Look at this nice field. Yeah. Well, 30 years ago, this field now was exactly like the one behind it. 
you will see for yourself. And what we're looking at is a field that, uh, while yeah, that it's undulated or it's rough ground, but there's not a stone to be seen. No, there it's is. Old, a, sorry, but, there's but a stone to be seen, but there, it's on the perimeter. But uh, 30 years ago, that was all stone. Right. Huh? Right. Yeah, 30 years ago. That was exactly like this behind. No. So now what yeah. we're coming into view of is yeah. a field that it's hard to see grass yeah. because it's all rock. Yeah. And it's yeah. just placed yeah. kind of big limestone, clumps of limestone. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the way the majority of the island was. And yeah. you're talking people then had to come and with hands yeah, and you just sledgehammers break it up and lift yeah. it. You just go in there with the good sledgehammer and the crowbar. Yeah. Break up the top of the stone, level it out as good as you can to get rid of the loose stone for the couple the walls across. Then start drawing sand and seaweed from the shore. That's how the small fees were made. Right, right. Yeah. And the same we have it now here on the left. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason then why you see there's some you see some nice fees one bed and then very near to it there could be or uh, mostly rock. And the reason for that is very simple. Some people they love working, other people they like to stay in bed and the people <laughs> who stay in bed their fees are like this. The people who don't and very simple. It's quite yeah. So, so, so yeah. over on the left we're looking at a wreck. Yeah. And I know that was that went to the ground for nineteen sixty, yeah, was it? Yeah. That was a limerick ship called Classy. Right. It left Liverpool in England with a load of cargo and eleven crew. Left Liverpool going to Limerick. It was on its way from Limerick to Galway when it hit a big rock. There's a big buoy between ourselves and Doolan. And this side of that buoy, there's a big rock called the Finnish Rock. Right. And that's where it hit. It was blown off that then and onto the shore and landed there on the 8th of March, 1960, 59 years ago. I remember the day well, even though I was only seven years old. Right. My father was the first to see it, and he reported it. And he was there to give a hand to save the, the to save the people. Everyone was saved. No one died. Now the lifeboat, the Irish lifeboat, the Ro I know it's the Royal uh, RLNI. Yeah. Um, is there one on the islands, or do you rely on Galway? Oh no, there's one on the big island. For okay. Oh yeah, there's a, there's the lifeboat on the big island. Right. Now here we are. Do you want to walk over a couple of minutes now and have a look? Shall I ever see home once more? So now I leave my own age of land. On Paddy's green shamrock shore. This road, look at this road now where we're going. In 2014, all this road was gone by the sea. We had a very big sea. It was the worst in the last hundred years. Yeah, I remember that. That was 2014. 2014. Now, when you say all the road was gone, the water yeah, came the back. The water came up, and there was a nice wall out there. Yeah. It was all gone. The Galway County Council had to come and rebuild the road. Right. Take the stones off it, and you wouldn't think the other day like today 
that the sea could come up here, but that's, well, you know, you know anyone that has anything to do with the sea, you know, you have to respect it, and well, you will get the word. I mean, I noticed in the last months there was hurricanes came into Ireland. They did, yeah. Do you get hit first, or well, the bypass you? Well, uh, we, we never get the worst of it. Right. But for whatever reason, and the same way with the weather, we never hardly ever get frost or snow on the island. Right. And the county be surrounded by the sea. Okay. Now, I'm looking at a little um, chalk bug. uh, that was uh, an old barn, an old barn right. on the village. But a bit of hay. But the man that owns it now, he put a little roof on it. But that's only about 12 feet long and 8 wide. So it'll be so a tiny house. A tiny house, yeah. <laughs> For the tiny leopard. <laughs> uh, and we'll, we'll unput you in still, Zeus and Shin Fryson. Well, near, uh, near, near us at the. Near Juno, we have near Juno, Pachin, we have in Ella. Near Juno? No, just. Ten four. Need us a vessel, then for my yoga, me, no, no. Need us a care for the dear Angor, that in Ella? Ach, we, we in the post girls, best of been for the, the, um, stars from coast girls, that in Ella? now I'm going to have to ask you to repeat that uh, as fair, Lamar. Neil Gale got a good Yeah. So why, why didn't you have put you in here? Well, I think there was a Coast Guard station in the island. If that would be the reason, you know, that you know that they take it or anything. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I was told it was never made in the island. They used to get it from Connemara in the turf boats when we, they'd be getting the turf. Right. And they used to bring it in in Corrux. I've heard years ago two old people from Connemara came in and they spent all night coming in. The Corrux the, the, the they had was given away, uh, given away. You know, they only just about made it to that small beach we passed now right. where I fished from. And the Corrux had to be fixed again for them to go after a couple of days when the weather got better. And they'd have the... the the, what do you call them? The the pachin and the kegs. Right. And, and there was a place down here. Unung yeah. is called. Unung is called like a big hole in the ground. That's where they used to have it to hide it. Okay. So, um, Michal, then uh, going back in history, uh, when yeah. Ireland was gone through, particularly around a hundred years ago, yeah. uh, around the time of the 1916 rising and the Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. Was, were the islands in turmoil? 
Well, the only I've heard that the black and tans they came to the island. You wonder uh, what business they had out here. Yeah, they did. They came to the tree island. You wonder what business they had anywhere. And but that's they, another story. They killed no one. They are. They killed one fella. Right. And and any small. Okay. And you know what happened to him? The poor fella. He was going to mass, and they saw him, and they told him to turn back. He did turn back. What did he do? He went around another way to go to mass the other way. He was caught in the shot. Right. He was the only one. But I think they were very near. There was, you know, there's some bullies, we call them, people that are not afraid. They're everywhere. Yes. But anyway, they came up this road, I heard. And there was two from the island here. And one of them said he was a very wild man. He wouldn't be afraid. But geez, he said, this is a out chance, he said. They were going to catch one of them and throw him in the lake. Right. Jesus, he said, no, because if you throw him in the lake, they shoot everyone in the island. And only for your man that stopped him, he would have, he would have thrown him in the lake. He was a big, strong man. Right. But, you know, but that's all. They had... They had uh, the school teacher, they had him out to his waist yeah. over on the beach. Yeah. They yeah. were going, they had to believe. They were the Cromwell yeah, yeah, but he didn't give in to them after all. Right. I thought to even if they were going, he didn't give up. But right. that's all that did. I, uh, but I think an Englishman, that even them, they didn't come to Englishman. Right. So we're now around the other side of the lake. Yeah, we are now. We're going up a steep hill here now again. Come on, go on, go on. Come on, and we la he left. Come we'll on. have to put it in overdrive. Come on, go on, come on. We got one, on. one horsepower. Yeah, come on, come on. Come on, go on, come on, go on. Come on, go on, come on. Come on, go on. Come on, come on, go on, come on. Come on. Come down from the mountain, Katie Nice to hear you calling, Katie Lady. We'd like to drink your Irish mountain dew. No, come on. Up belly wahan in the hole and be stuck. Years ago, people had plenty holes in their stockings here. It was all pampooties we used to wear. That's right. I wore pampooties going to school. Right. I did. That's what uh, everyone... Describe a pampooty now again for... Huh? What's a, how would you describe a pampooty? Well, it was made of a cowhide. Okay. You just cut out a bit of skin, you know. You yeah. get it. Uh, they send it up. It was only... It was very cheap. So and, what probably... And you just uh, get, get a bit of a... Kind of twine. Yeah. That's, you know, well, thinner than that. Yeah. And you'd put it around, make a shoe out of it. I was able to do them myself. Right. And then, but, you know, when there was, uh, they were glad for the uh, wet weather because people were wet all the time. But in the dry weather, you know, they get as hard. You'd have to throw them in a bucket of water at night time <laughs> to be able to put them on the next day. Right. But you know about the size. There was a man from Doolin. He was the king of Doolin one time. Rory O'Connor was his name. And he used to buy them and sell them to the visitors. Right. Oh, but no, Connors was pub. He, uh, we were there one day, and he was there. He had three or four pairs. And, you know, there was this very big, tall fella, and there was another small fella with him. And he said, oh, well, this, what about this fella? He said, you know, that they'd shrink. And with the big fella, ah, well, they'd stretch, he said, you know, when you put them on. But that's what they used to wear. And they'd have their own, you know, <coughs> they, they, uh, 
make made out of flannel all the you know they'd be wet and of course they'd, they'd have the the arm jumpers everyone used to have the arm jumpers now tell us now I know about the arm jumpers but not everybody does so the arm jumpers had a very specific meaning well, you know, there was different, there was a different, different pattern. Different pattern, yeah. For each family. For each family. Well, maybe not for each family, but for most families, yeah. yeah. And there was a different pattern if you were a fisherman, yes. which most people were. You know, there were kind of designs like a fish yeah. and, and the sweaters. And as I understand it, some of that was that in the event that a lot of the fishermen couldn't swim, and if there was yeah. any kind of uh, an accident that that was you know all the people used to say that that the people you know fishermen I was asked that question and I very young lad and I was asked that was there a reason why that uh, that the old that they weren't able to swim yeah that if you know if you got into trouble you know halfway say over oh, to do now right, that you go down straight away not to be struggling right. right but there was no truth in that. Okay. Because a lot of the old people were able to swim. Yeah. But at the time, maybe they didn't have the time to go to swim. Some of them. Come on. So, Michal, the other thing then, uh, traditionally here, fishing would have been very much uh, uh, oh, yeah. the, the basis of life. Yeah. Everyone that was able at all were out fishing. And, of course, the fisheries have declined greatly in every respect. Oh, they have. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you You'd think though in a Corrach that you couldn't be out in bad days, but they were caught one day. They said, I think 1940s anywhere, my father, he was out. And the same day, there was no such thing as radios in the island, no. or television or anything like that. that. But whatever way, only one Corrach went out. And it's like, you know, when one Corrach, he, he goes out, you say to yourself, there, God, now we have to go out, you know, kind of, you'd have to. But they left, and there was 12 Corrachs out the same day. Okay. Went out one after the other, but geez, it got very bad. There were, you couldn't walk the road, Ali, with the, the storm that came. But after all, the priest was going around and saying prayers. Women were crying and everything. That they'd never make. But not one person. They were all saved after all. Twelve corals, I think, and two from an Ishmael. There were two from an Ishmael. They came. Some of them came over in Dula. Some at the back of the island. But they say, and the same day, there was a couple of people everywhere, you know, that knew that knew about about the weather. They were very good weathermen, but there was an all a small man. I remember before he died. Uh, and uh, he knew, you know, if, if he'd say to you, keep going now, and if it got very bad, if it was bad, you knew it was going to calm down. He was able to tell about the weather. But this morning, anyway, he had gone to the cow. He was gone out to the cow. And when he came home, his two sons, 
and the one that was only 17, hadn't they gone? He asked his wife, are they gone? He said, they are. She said, they left the wife. I'm afraid for them, they never make it. He said, why? She says, going to, he's going to get very bad. And how right he was, it got it bad. That, but they say, if he was back, you know, he was only, you know, another half an hour before that, none of them would have gone. So it shows you, you know, the weather people now, they get it, they have everything. They yeah. get it very wrong, but he wouldn't. Come yeah. on. So what would they have been fishing for? Oh, they used to have, that, that day they were going out, they had long lines they had on. Okay. Uh, yes, uh, uh, spill out, spill it. Did you ever hear? Spill out an Irish anywhere? No. And that's what they had. That have <coughs> so many hooks. Oh yeah, There'd okay. Three hundred hooks. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and they think that they used to go out, you know, about three miles. They said three. Then they'd have a, a spillet each. The three people that'd be in the car, and I think one spillet. Ah, uh, that stretch a couple of miles. Okay. Yeah. But and would they have to bait each hook? Oh, you'd have to bait them. Oh, yeah. You'd have to bait when you'd go out, you know. And what would they and be baiting? They'd, be come baiting them they'd, get, they'd get ling. Okay. Mostly ling. And uh, uh, would they get uh, what do you call know, sanders? Are, uh, what do you call know, the small sanders? Right. Ray. Ray. Okay. Ray. And. Uh, yeah, they used to then, they'd have to go out to the back of the island maybe to get, there were fishing boats from the big island. They used to fish for mackerel and that, and they used to get that for bait off them. Okay. Uh, and then what were they catching? They'd catch ling. Did you ever eat ling? No, I don't think so. Oh, Jesus, you still get them in Galway. Oh, they're expensive now. But but you like the cod, they're getting very scarce. Right. Know? But there was a lot around that time. Okay. Yeah, there were two curls coming in. My wife's father, well, I often heard them talking about it. They were coming in one day, and they, so they had the colours was full. Oh. And they had another, they had another uh, spillet to, to, to haul. And what were they going to do? What they do? They're pulling it, they're pulling it in, and they're putting it, and they pulled it after the colour. Right. They had two colours loads oh. of fish. Now, this is where I live. And you're looking down on a I'm very looking, gr- down, looking down uh, on yeah. a very green field down there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I own some of the fields down there. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they, w- I know seaweed was used, and is it still used as it a is, fertilizer? Yeah, it is. I never thought yet ridge potatoes without putting seaweed on. I built that with the stones myself and right. down here. Come on, come on, come on. So, I know when I was growing up, and if we came down to Galway, um, yeah. mackerel was something that was in plentiful supply then. Yeah, that was it one was. Of the ones that was yeah. yeah, it was very plentiful. But yeah. this year is the worst that ever came. Right. They're out in the bay. When I was growing up, you go out there. Everyone, we keep the students, you know. Their students are coming to the island, down to the island since 1960. Right. But you'd go to have a Friday morning there to get the fish. Everyone used to have fish that time on Friday. But the mackerel are getting very scarce, whatever happens. And they're getting small. They are getting small, and I heard that they're not as tasty to scare even the ones you get. Yeah, because there was nothing as nice 
as you went down to the dock, you got a fresh mackerel, you went home, gutted it and grilled yeah. it. Yeah, well, it was nice. Wasn't it? You know what they used to have here when you get started, get, when the, that's when they'd come into the bay, right? When, you know, to have a couple of mackerel on the plate and the new spuds. It was oh, a good yeah. dinner as any. Any. Yeah, ind- indeed. Indeed. So, um, then, uh, while we talked about the famine and you said the blight did come here, yeah. so potatoes grow comfortably, the land is good enough for, oh, oh, for vegetables. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. We do have lovely potatoes with the sandy side, you know, and the seaweed. Right. And, you know, most of them you could call them organic potatoes. And the ones and that aren't organic, what would you call them? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> not so good, I suppose. <laughs> Look at that. That's one of the old past cottages yeah. now. Yeah. When the shipwreck came, at least over a half, uh, 50%, maybe 60 or 70% of the houses were thatched out. Right. But they started, then, they, yeah, they started putting, uh, putting seaweed, uh, putting uh, 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 slate on them. Yeah. But talk about, uh, we were talking before, the big change in this island since 19... Galway won't. Galway, this is a good example to you. And I, would t- I do tell visitors this. It's hard to believe it now. In 1964, 65 and 66, Galway won the three in a row. That's right. Annie Garrity, I knew That's everyone. That's right. And they used to Cyril Dawn, Paddy McDonough. The Donlan brothers. The Donlan brothers, yeah, yeah to both yeah. of them. Patty yeah. Donlan and... Yeah. But uh, there was only one television, and I'll ask you this question now, you know. There was only one television in the three islands oh. that time. And where would you think that television would be? Well, I know what the answer is, Inish, here, because we're on it. But I would have thought Inish more. You would, and everyone else would as well. But no, indeed, you're right. It is a shame. And you know who would think it was, and where that was, was out at the lighthouse. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, there was a generator out there. People, and now the way they'd be shown up, or people, the way things have gone, you know, the, in Kilron and, you know, it's the main, the main uh, one in the three islands. There were people were coming from Kilron and, and their fathers. And going to put their boats, there was no pier, put the van anchor on the beach here, coming in in Corrux and walking out to the lighters. There were no cab, tractor, anything, none of these in it. They were coming from Inishman, rowing over, putting up the Corrux and walking out to the lighters. And I'd bet now if you went over even to the big island, you go into some house, there could be three or four televisions. Indeed. And, there could, and they have them even in the trawlers. Right. But that's not a million years ago. No, there it's was not. None, it's not. Only the one in the three island, and that was in the old initiative. Come yes, on. Nice. Yeah, well, the only one. I we used to, when I was going to school here, and like all my friends as well, and I, you'd go to the line, you'd have your cat go out for, for a, a drop of a drop of paraffin. I, you'd bring out a glass of spuds or a head of cabbage or, or a, a, you know, a couple of, uh, a couple of, uh, a couple of pints of milk and you'd get the, the paraffin for the, for that the aisle we had before for the, for the lamps. Yes, I remember the on the heaters. Yeah. And yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the yeah. Par- yeah. And, and for the, and, uh, 
and for the, for the light before yeah. I was 20 years away before we had electricity in the yeah. Yeah. and talk about the changes well when this road the Galway County Council had came a couple of years ago this one the last but the time before they were going out past our house and uh, asking for a shovel and a spade to cut them and when I this was the first paycheck I ever got I was 19 year old working on this road sitting down on a bag of hay with older people breaking stones with a small hammer on this road here. right and, the, and now they don't even have a shovel but uh, uh, come on go on come on come on go on so now we're going to go and stand we're going up into the graveyard yeah, what, what are we going to see up there well we see that that uh, the little, the little church I was told and, you. And what is this? What's special about that church? Well, there's a, they call it the sunken church. Right. It's way down, but that's what it, that was built on, on a, you know, a solid foundation. But what happened was, look at all, a lot of people would think we have to dig a grave there, but that's the easiest place you could get because that's all. There's 50, 60 feet of sand there. Okay. Because how the sand blown in from the blown in from the uh, oh, from the sea and blown up there before the airship was built and uh, you'll walk up you'll walk we'll up we'll walk up and we'll t pick uh, up with you when we come back down. Up down okay okay we saw, we saw the church down there yeah? yeah so yeah so one of the things that, that there's a lovely piece of music in it here in the sheer, oh, in the sheer, so beautiful and so serene. Is that it? No, well, it's an instrumental mainly. Yeah, come on, uh, yeah. Uh, a lot of times it's played on the harp. I think it was two lads from Dublin that came here years ago. And they loved the place they used to sing. They sang even over the beach today. They were gold, which was them that composed that song. All right. They were great musicians. Right. Come on. And this is your first time in the island. On this, you never. He di he died in, in Canada two years ago. He was there. I remember him going to school. He was there over forty years when he died. There over, and he was brought all the way and buried up there. Yeah, right. right. And eighteen of his friends came over. Eighteen of his friends came over, and and uh, with, uh, with the coffin. Right. And the, what do you call the next? Year then the, uh, the anniversary. Twenty of them came over, right. and they stayed for the weekend. They nearly drank the place dry. Right. They were lonely people. Yeah, yeah. come on. Parts of Canada would be very like parts of here, even when you go down Newfoundland. Oh, is that and, and Newfoundland, like here, would have been very dependent on the fisheries. Oh, yeah. And then in parts of Newfoundland, there's a lot of Walshes and Powers and Herns who would have oh. been Waterford. Oh, yeah. And they talk just the same. They talk just the same. Just the same. Oh, yeah. you, you swear you were, you could be in, uh, down the east coast. Oh, here. yeah. That's our church. Now you can see it in the distance. Right. So I, one of the things I saw in, in some of the dioceses here, there's a real problem with clergy and getting clergy. There is. Very you, and yeah, you have a priest. Well, we do not have a priest. Our priest died, Joe, Joe Jennings. Right. Two years ago. Right. And he wasn't replaced since. It's a... The priest from the big island that comes over and reads mass. Okay. Because mass now every Sunday at half twelve. 
I tied the house yesterday, uh, and I was I had a trip made once before mass. I tied her there. I went up to mass. Right. And the people I had, they wanted to, but I couldn't bring the house up because there'd be cars outside church. I'd have nowhere to to, to tie him. You know, I couldn't turn around. But I tied him at the the football pitch. That's a good football pitch. Right. So then, if you have the one priest is what serving the three islands? Or yeah, he is serving the three islands now. Come on, but the other priest, he was from the last priest we had, who man he died. He was going on seventy. George Gillies was the name. Yeah. He was from Lewisburg and County Mayo. All right. And I asked him one day, he. Uh, how is it I said that your Irish is that good? Well, he said, believe it or not, my grandmother didn't have a word of English. And if you go to Lewisburg today, I don't think there'd be any Irish. Probably people. not. No. Probably not. Going and back to talking about Irish then. Yeah. On the island, would the locals, those, the residents, the permanent residents, would they all be fluent? Oh, you know, I couldn't start talking English, say to my wife. What do you think? I, no, I couldn't. I never spoke about the English inside our own house. Right. And I spent years without talking any English. I'd get up in the morning talking to my wife or my children if they were up. I'd go out fishing talking to the lad, whoever the lad that had fished with me and I'd come in in the evening if I went to the pub on the weekend or in the evening talking to my friends in Irish I hardly ever spoke a word of English. If I went to Galway maybe to call for a pint to the pub. Right. So then has the change happened in so far as the amount of English that's now creeping well, in? Like not, not maybe in this island but on the other other two islands, and I can pray to staff here as well. Right. Now, because that, and I haven't heard it, but I've heard that that's the way, because that they, you know, talk in English. But when I was growing up, you know, we had very little English, so where were we going to learn it? I know. Because we went to school, there was a class, you'd learn a small, you'd go home, but now look at the children. You know, the children here on the island, their English is as good as the English, any children down in Galway. So but how was I going to learn? Where was I? I'd go home, watch television the night, yeah. 20 years away before we had electricity. And there was only one phone on the island. Now the children have phones since they're able out of the car just about. So then, are there many people moving onto the island? Well, uh, you mean people outside the yeah, island? Yeah, well, come well, to live on the island. Well, uh, there's, you know, a lot of people, the young people, they go away. But after years, you know, some of them, they get married and they come back. Yeah. It's a good place to raise children. They might be married together from Clare, Dublin, or anywhere. Uh, from the States, there's a community from the States. But our nearest, now in Ishman, our nearest island, there's the population has come down a lot from three over 300 to now it's only 130 I think but you mentioned earlier and on that when you were growing up there was only a national school here but now you have a secondary we school we have a secondary so school so like that would kind of imply either there's been a growth in population or just there's oh, been a change in well, attitude yeah and, and even the people we used to we had to go to Galway yeah. to secondary school now people are coming from Galway coming here going right. to secondary school because it's a very small school the same with the national 
after school and you see it's much easier if there's only seven or eight people in the class than if there was 50 people so they, they'd be, get, be well educated here. So in, on the mainland there's an awful lot of places now where you've Grail's School and they're setting up. Oh there is a lot, yeah. So are these the schools here, are they Australia? Oh they are Australia, oh they are, yeah. yeah. There is a lot because there's another we keep the students, they'll be June, July and August, three weeks each course. Right. But then in the month of May, there's another girl from Dublin. Okay. There were two teachers from the island that brought them here first, they taught, and that is girl Nassan in Dublin. Right. But then two teachers that are tired for years, but they still, the teachers that are teaching, they now bring them down, and they, have, they come here for three weeks. And they, they uh, but they have Irish, you know, their Irish is very good as well. Right, right. So then during the season as well, I suppose the likes of us coming over to the island is, um, it, it helps the economy here. Oh, it does, oh, it does, of course. It does. <coughs> Because, uh, you know, we get a lot of visitors uh, during the summer, an awful lot. And if that, that is... Finnish man, yeah. they don't, the boats go into Look at all the boats. Yeah, now. and the people like Look at up. that boat, the one nearest yeah. to the pier there. That boat leaves here every morning at 8 o'clock. If I or you or anyone wanted to go to Galway, it leaves here at 8, goes to this man, then to Rosalina, Galway. Right. That comes back... That comes back around half level. We leave again at four thirty. Okay. Is that the one you're going? No, to we're on the one in front of it. Yeah. You, oh, you're going to Doolan. Yeah, we're going to Doolan. Oh yeah, and you're from Galway. You're going I'll to Doolan. Yeah, we're going oh, to Galway. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll get oh, to Galway back to oh, Galway eventually. Oh, you will. Well, yeah, you, Galway is it's, uh, nearer than than uh, Canada, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, we used to, we used. To, you know the way we used to get timber for the fire years ago. You'd be going in the winter time now. We go around by the shore right. early in the morning. There used to be stuff on the shore. What did I get? And this is oh, 50 years ago. But I got uh, something like that you'd have now for uh, if you were putting, uh, you know, going to the bank or anything. Right. A card like that, and what was in it but two, two uh, Canadian dollars. Right. And did my mother send it away? Uh, and she got the two dollars. Right, right. right. Was thrown out in Canada, and I got it here. You got it here. Yeah. Brilliant. Some Brilliant. people used to do that years ago. They throw out a bottle, a bottle you know, yeah. and put a letter. I got a couple of them, but that was the only thing I got that... Uh, was it? And uh, this now when I drop you off. Fine. Well, behold, are you on email? I said, Jesus, you know, I know my wife. Uh, and do you know, her, know, how to, uh, do you know her email address? I, I don't even use it. Do you know her email address? I said, Jesus, I don't. And do they'll I be laughing if they don't know the one And what about your son in Australia? Uh, Jesus, guy, he'd be laughing to He won't be laughing. He'd be fierce proud of you. <laughs> he'd be fierce proud of you altogether. He'd be fierce proud. Because yeah, it's been a real pleasure and an honour chatting with you, and I'm, I'm uh, thrilled that we got together. Ah, uh, well, no, good thing. No, not that. It'll be a while. No. You'll have to read it in the Conestrivium. Kind of we'll put it out there for you. Look at you, Gary. There's no lies, because he's not a politician. No, I know. 
<laughs> thank you, thank you. He would just say Mary's when we were going there. He would just say Mary's when Should he? He's good at it. Is he? He's good at it. No? We all have flowers. He's got a meal of meal of my house. I bought your own. I bought your own.